0: ever me the curveball that you weren't sure what to do with? You know, the kind where you think someone should really do something about this. Have you ever thought maybe that's someone is me and then found yourself on a grand adventure you never saw coming? Me too. As a special needs mom, I have been saddened by what's available to my son. But instead of wallowing in it, I decided to do something about it. Along the way, I'm meeting extraordinary people and having the most wonderful experiences I never thought I'd have. I'm so inspired by what's happening around me that I want to share it all with you. Living Your Legacy is a community where ordinary people who've been called to create something bigger than themselves can come together to be inspired, connect, learn, and live into the legacies they want to see in the world. I'm your host, Michelle slaney Travado and this is the Living Your Legacy podcast. Hello, everybody. Michelle Saini-Travada here, and I want to take a moment to thank you for being a part of our audience and welcome you to another episode of the Living Your Legacy show. I am so excited today to have a really powerful story to share with you. Our guest is has had the range of all the feelings you can have around life, around being a woman, around being a mother, around just being. And she's going to tell us her story, her story of courage and strength and resilience, a story of creativeness and problem solving and all the awesome things that we want more of in our life. And I am so blessed to have her here because her story really is a powerful one. So let me take a moment to introduce you to our guest. Rebecca Fillmore is the CEO and founder of Inspire Her Within. I absolutely love that title. We're going to get to how she got there. She does empowered mind coaching, and she's the host of Her Inspired Mind Podcast. And again, I love that title. And we're going to dig into that a little bit. Rebecca is an empowerment coach for women, where she helps them to have more peace, balance, clarity in their personal and professional lives. And like ladies, let's be honest, which one of us couldn't use more of all of that? She knows firsthand what it is to be a mother, a daughter, a sister, an entrepreneur, and Everything that comes along with juggling at all. And we are all in the juggle. I am with you right there, Rebecca. For over 25 years of Rebecca's life, she felt depressed. She experienced having debilitating panic attacks and felt unworthy, broken, lost, and hopeless. If any one of these words resonates with you, or maybe they all do, We're going to dive into that today, because that's certainly not where she is now, and we want to hear that journey. So all that continued in Rebecca's life until she learned how to heal from her past traumas, love herself, gained confidence and discovered what her purpose in life is. And well, that's going to be a great question to ask her. For the last six years, she has had the privilege of working closely with women from different walks of life and backgrounds. And I am so excited to welcome her to the podcast. Rebecca, I am so glad you are here today. Thank you so much. It's an honor and a privilege
1: to be here with you today, Michelle. And as you're reading I couldn't help but to get emotional because sometimes hearing it from someone else, what you've gone through, it just hits a little bit different.
0: Yeah, it sure does. It sure lands a little bit different than when you're telling the story yourself. Mm -hmm. So Rebecca, when you were in grade four and the teacher asked you what you wanted to be when you grow up, I'm pretty sure an empowered mind coach was not on your radar. (laughs) So what did you want to be when you grow, when you grew up? And then- what was that journey that got you to here, where you are today?
1: Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> I I think back then we didn't even have coaches, right? Yeah, um, I don't think
0: that existed.
1: Uh, <laughs> I think the the my biggest um want was to just work in some type of office. I always loved computers and um, would pretend that I was a bank teller. So I think at one, probably in fourth grade, I wanted to be a bank teller or an administrative
0: assistant. Cool. Those are good choices. Yes. But that's not where we went. So no. tell us a little bit about your journey about, um, you know, the the sort of early parts of your life beyond grade four when you wanted to be a bank teller um, <laughs> and how and how that sort of shaped you, because obviously what you're doing today comes out of a place of profound impact in your own life. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: Absolutely. So For context, I am the youngest of four siblings. My older siblings were a lot older than me. Uh, My oldest sister was 16. My brother was 15. And my other sister was 12. Um, And my parents were older. Well, not too much. Now it's normal, in the normal range, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I grew up seeing a lot. I also grew up in a very religious home, And church was like, if you don't go to church, you're not going nowhere else. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If you don't go preaching on Saturday, you're not going nowhere else. And so I feel like I lived in two different worlds at the same time Mm -hmm. because my siblings weren't really into church, but my parents were very faith driven. And so I saw my parents go through a lot of different things with my older siblings, but I saw their faith sustain them through all of it and so I saw I was a not since I was four so quickly I was Titi Becky mm-hmm. and you know I saw unfortunately I saw my sister get beat mm-hmm. in front of me by her husband and my nephew in the back seat of the car I experienced my brother coming several times home with a bloody head. I saw my sister go to jail and her ex-husband uh, for selling drugs and driving two or three hours away to go visit them. I experienced visiting my, ne- my nephews in foster care mm. and, and just hearing then of some of the abuse that they went through. I also saw my mom having to take in my nieces and nephews at times while my siblings were going through these different difficult situations. Mm -hmm. I saw how stressed she was because she was also taking care of my grandparents and my grandmother had dementia. And at times she would escape at in the middle of the night. Wow. And my mom would have to go running out. So she was trying to raise me the right way. And at the same time, each of my siblings were going through different things Mm -hmm. And their children also needed taken care of. So I saw my mom just stretching herself out for everyone and doing everything for everyone. Mm -hmm. But her strength inspired me. Like she never gave up. Mm -hmm. She never lost faith. Mm -hmm. I did see her cry many times. Mm -hmm. And um, even when I was 12 years old, one day I got home to see that our whole apartment had burned in a fire. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All of our belongings. I had like a stuffed teddy bear. Cause when I was two, um, I had an accident where a glass fell in my eye and popped my eye. And so they had to re uh, stitch my cornea. So I'm still to this day blind from my right eye. Wow. Um yeah, there was a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Oh, <laughs> As like a, this, is, this is like the long story short. Um, but because of everything, I remember at the age of 12, I would wake up in the middle of the night, struck in by fear that I was going to pass away. Mm-hmm. And I would literally look at myself in the mirror, thinking that I was going to pass away. Mm-hmm. I didn't know why. But the amount of anxiety and worry that I had that it was so consuming mm-hmm. because of all the trauma that I experienced. Which I think sometimes people don't understand that just because you're not personally experiencing the trauma, you can feel the pain and the suffering if you're watching it from the other side. Mm -hmm. And so I remember at age 12, like I would just be crying and hyperventilating and, and just feeling like. I was just surviving Mm -hmm. and I didn't understand what was going on. And and that's when they diagnosed me with severe depression and anxiety disorder. Mm -hmm. Right. And so my mom, you know, she didn't really know what much to do Mm because she was stressed out with everything else that was going on with my siblings and everything else in the family. But, um, you know, that was my life. That was my life. Most of my life. um and that even then led me to in my 20s to have suicidal ideations mm-hmm. um when i was in my 30s cutting mm-hmm. and all this while being a mom mm-hmm. and trying to get through each day mm-hmm. and so what helped me to break free was being around other people that were uplifting. Um, My, I got into network marketing and my friend gave me a book, Jack Canfield, Success Principles. Mm -hmm. If you don't like to read, please get it. It will change your life. Mm -hmm. Um, It became my second Bible. And then, um, you know, just being exposed to a different world because I feel like growing up, I didn't celebrate any holidays. I didn't experience Being a teen, because I was married by the time I was 16, Mm -hmm. not by choice, but more of pressure. Mm -hmm. Um, I was a mom by the time I was 19 and I had postpartum depression because I was already depressed before that. Mm -hmm. So it's like, along with that came fibromyalgia at the age of 20, irritable bowel syndrome, sciatic nerve pain, insomnia, panic attacks, where they would call the ambulance. I was, you know... Put into the hospital for four days because of my mental health. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I went through all of these things and I'm thankful that I came out on the other side.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm me thankful that- I'm really thankful you did.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I'm thankful that when I joined this network marketing company, they saw things in me that I didn't even see. Like they saw the leader. Mm-hmm they saw someone who could be a motivational speaker. And I'm like, I remember when I first joined this company, they're like, yeah, we're having this super Saturday and we want you to open up and, and welcome over 300 people. I'm like, what? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> I'm not confident, right? Mm-hmm. And second of all, I I've never spoken in front of anyone, you know, but I remember doing something before that, that made me scared and nervous, which was calling people to book gigs for a music company Mm -hmm. that was booking Latin artists in in clubs. And I was calling these different clubs and I was nervous and I was shaking, trying to get them to get these artists to come. And, And then I remember how I felt after doing that thing that I was afraid of. I felt like, wow, like, I'm pretty powerful. Like I'm stuttering and everything, but I did it. And so the more I did things that made me afraid, the more I heard people telling me, Rebecca, you're a leader, Rebecca, you're an inspiration, Rebecca, you're so strong. Um, I started to pay more attention. Mm -hmm. And once I kept hearing, you're inspiring, you're inspiring, you're inspiring. I was like, okay, is God trying to tell me something here? And that's where the idea for Inspire Her Within came from. That's and beautiful. I, yeah. Thank you. And so I created a shirt first that said, you are worthy on the back because I felt unworthy mm-hmm. for most of my life. And so I just wanted it to be a walking billboard. And so I, I started that in 2018. Mm-hmm. And then I knew that I wanted to, um, be a life coach. Mm -hmm. And I discovered that probably in 2016, but I ended up working for a nonprofit organization as a life coach. And that's where I got my training for domestic violence, mental health, first aid, communication, mediation. And I got all the training that I needed before I was on my own. And so along with my personal life experiences and the things that I've learned along the way, the practices and the tools that I do every single day, along with the training that I got with the nonprofit I was with and and being with people who were homeless, Mm -hmm. who were experiencing abuse, hopelessness, um, I found myself giving hope. To those people, every single, every single person I came into contact with, they ended up leaving with tears of joy and hope. And it made me feel great. And so in um 2018, October, I decided to, with the support of my husband, to begin my journey and starting my own business. So that's a little bit of how I got here. <laughs>
0: that's a lot. Um, yeah. So I want to circle back to when you started to realize that things could be different, because when we're caught up in life, right, all these things that are happening around in your family, watching your mom, trying to keep everybody all together and support everybody as much as she can, feeling yourself, you know, these panic attacks and that at some point it's just all going to end, everything burning down. I mean, you had every reason to think that nothing was ever going to change.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Every reason to think that, to believe it in your heart and soul that the world was just going to be awful forever. Yes. And then you started to have these moments. I love that you said that. You you joined this company and all of a sudden things you started hearing different things yes. about you. Mm-hmm. you. Started hearing different things about what was possible in the world. You started seeing Mm -hmm. that there were other possibilities out there in the world than just the life that you had been living. So let's talk a little bit about that because I love the discussion around resilience. Um, The research on resilience says that young people need only one stable adult in their life Mm -hmm. to turn everything around. No matter how bad things are going, one stable adult, and clearly you've referred to that person as your mom and she was your stable, your, your, the stable person, your shining light, the beacon of hope for you that, you know, you could get through it. I love that you said you saw your mom cry. Um, Crying is not necessarily a sign of weakness, but more, a release, a release of the pressure, a release Mm -hmm. of all those feelings, the worry, the guilt, the everything bad, right? We release it and then we can clear up our thinking and we can kind of move on. So I'd like to talk about some of those moments in your life. You mentioned a couple, but I'd like to zoom in on a few more. Some of those things where you suddenly realized, or maybe it was a growing realization as opposed to an overnight thing that the world could be different. Could you shine a light on some more of those experiences for us?
1: Yeah. So the company that I was part of, you know, they started talking about um growth mindset, mm-hmm. self-development. I had never heard about it. like what is self-development? Mm-hmm. They were so adamant about reading. And, you know, not spending too much time watching TV. Mm-hmm. And I was around millionaires, mm-hmm. you know, big homes and cars that I only could dream of having. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to these people. Mm-hmm. These people were mentoring me. These people saw something in little old Becky from Lancaster, PA, mm-hmm. that she could be in that same level as them. And they didn't look down upon me. They didn't, you know, demean me, but they actually saw something in me that I could be at their level. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important that, you know, we speak life into people and we tell people what we see in them. Because if I wouldn't have had those people see what they saw in me and not only see it, but to tell me, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be here today.
0: Mm -hmm. And so...
1: Yeah, like I I definitely would not be here today because you don't know what you don't know. True that. You don't know what you're missing out on until you see something. And then you're like, oh, I've never I didn't even know that existed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why it's so important. I'm so adamant about networking, mm-hmm. meeting new people, talking to new people. Um, Which was not easy for me because I was very shy. I was very self-conscious. I had a low self-esteem because I always felt like I could never do good enough. Like I was unworthy because I always felt like I had to prove myself in order to feel accepted. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so, you know, just experiencing that Mm -hmm. allowed me to see the impact. And that's why even with my own children, when I see their strengths, when I see them do good things, I am sure to reinforce that I'm proud of you. You should also be proud of yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, when I see women and they have a cute outfit, I'm like, girl, I love your outfit. I love Mm -hmm. your hair. You know, and just the more you give love and and the more you share light, it just feels good.
0: You're absolutely right. There's the saying that, you know, if you have a lit candle and you use your light to light somebody else's candle, it does not dim yours. It just adds more light into the world. Yes. Um, So I love what you said there about that. Um, I also love that through one decision you made around joining this company, all of a sudden you found yourself in a whole new world Mm -hmm. that you had never seen or heard before. A world that was filled with hope and optimism and possibility that suddenly you were surrounded by people who seemed to have it all. Yeah. Right. Like they had life together. They were together. They had all the things that everybody, you know, you see in the movies and on TV. And, but they were real as opposed to a fictional character. Mm -hmm. And these were people who were saying things to you that you'd never heard before. Like, this is possible. Yeah. I didn't always have this. I worked Mm -hmm. and I got this. And that if you do these few things, like, Read self help books or develop a growth mindset that you can have them too. So let's talk a little about a growth mindset. What is that and how can one get it?
1: Yeah. So, growth mindset requires you to have an open mind. There's a lot of people who are like, This is how I grew up and this is how things are done and this is how they have to be. Mm -hmm. That's having a closed mindset. But when you have an open mindset and you're open to, listening to other people's ideas and thoughts, it helps you to then grow your mindset. Mm -hmm. And we are alive beings, right? If we think about something that is still and is stagnant, what happens? Usually it it dies. dies. Mm -hmm. It dies and it rots. And as human beings, we weren't created to just be born and, and be stuck in the same place. We were created to continue to Grow, continue to evolve. And the most important thing to me is growing your mindset, learning new things, talking to people who have different beliefs and perspectives as you, reading different books. You know, that is having a growth mindset. And when you have a growth mindset, you feel more alive. Mm -hmm. That is one of the ways that I was able to. Combat depression to combat anxiety. A lot of times, people don't realize that the reason they have anxiety and they have depression is because they're not living in their fullest potential. Mm -hmm. They're stuck. They're stuck either in a loss they had, they're stuck in a situation that they went through, and they just continue to fester in that thing, and it begins to ferment and to grow and attach itself and become this huge monster that just takes over their whole life. Mm -hmm. And so by you not focusing on your problems and the things that you've gone through or what you're going through, and you're looking to grow by listening to podcasts, by reading books, by talking to people who are living the life that maybe you've only dreamed of. When you have those conversations, your mind is like growing and it's excited. So you have to, you know, be willing to, to grow, to ask the questions to people who have a different perspective as you and, you know, not stay stuck. When you stay stagnant, you rot and you die. So there's, that's why there's so many people who are living, not living, but they're surviving. They're mm-hmm. just surviving every day because they're not truly living. And it's because they're stuck in their past. Mm -hmm. And they're worried about their
0: future. Yeah. Yeah. They're surviving. They're not thriving. Thank you for being a part of the living your legacy podcast community in 2022. We can honestly say 2023 is going to be an exciting year. We've got some new things going on that we'd like to share with you. The Living Your Legacy podcast is now offering advertising spots. We found many entrepreneurs spent lots of money on advertising last year, only to find that they weren't falling in front of their ideal audience. We'd love to help you get your message out. Let's discuss this. Click the link in the show notes to book a time to chat and see if this could be a good fit for you. So how can one move start moving yourself if this is if this is resonating with people in our audience and I'm sure there are people who are listening to this and thinking oh my gosh she just described my life
1: mm-hmm.
0: what are some tips that you can give them to help them start moving towards thriving versus just surviving First of all get outside Stop being
1: stuck in the house, watching TV all day, scrolling on social media, being around people who are negative, talking about people and, and judging other people. Go outside in the sun, first of all. The sun is medicine. Nature is medicine. Um, go for a walk, even if it's 10, 15 minutes a day. I like to go walking first thing in the morning, just hearing the birds chirping and breathing in the air and looking at the leaves and looking at the trees, like just trying to be present and not being on the phone, you know, which is unfortunate. A lot of people are addicted to phones, right. And the screens. Um, so first of all, go outside every morning, if it's raining, you know, do a workout at home, 20 minutes, you can do yoga. You can, um, on a, a bike at home, a treadmill, um, YouTube has plenty of things that you can do. Get a few dumbbells to have at your house, join a gym, you know, first thing in the morning, you want to be working out because your body begins to release these hormones that create happiness in you and give you clarity in your brain. So if you have brain fog, um, A lot of people I know like to drink coffee first thing in the morning. That's not a good thing to do because it depletes your adrenal glands. And so that's why you feel the crash in the early afternoon. Um, Your adrenals, they're very important in your mind, in your mental health. Right. Um, So I also take supplements like magnesium, zinc and omega-3s make them a part of your daily routine. They will calm your mind. Um, They will also help you to focus and not have that brain fog. Drink water, at least a glass of water every single morning with lemon. You can also add a pinch of salt and baking soda. It helps to alkalize your body and listen to positive things first thing in the morning. So first 20 minutes of your day, there's plenty. Again, you could either find podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. My favorite place where I started was YouTube. Motivational video. Just type that in. Listening to that will help you to, to change your your life. It'll start to put in the good. And, you know, making sure that you are eating something that is not going to turn into sugar when it is your body. So protein, whether that's plant based protein, or, you know, just something that is going to give you uh, that energy, so that you could be able to sustain your day. So like no, um, no sugary stuff, no cereals, no just drinking coffee, that is not breakfast, that is just gonna falsely give you that energy. But like I said, later on, it's just going to burn your adrenal glands, which then gives you anxiety, which then makes you feel depressed, which then you can't think clearly. And then, you know, it, it's just a rabbit hole. So, your nutrition, drinking water and exercising and taking supplements are key factors in you just dr- drastically changing your life.
0: I love that. Um, I want to circle back to something you said at the beginning about getting outside and being present. Um, You know, I, you said, I like to walk in the morning, listening to the birds chirping. And when you, you're that present that you can hear them, Mm. um, you start to see them. You can see that there are different birds that make different sounds. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes just that getting out of your own head, getting out of your own life. Literally, if you're out for a walk, (laughs) right. Yeah. Um, Just that getting out of stepping out of yourself. Yes. Right. Can help to shift perspective. Yes. Um, And paying attention to things. You talked a lot about paying attention to positive things. Like maybe today I'll have one more glass of water than I did Mm -hmm. yesterday. Right yes. maybe today I am going to not have the second cup of coffee or I'm going to strive to have like not do fast food I'm going to actually make something for dinner I'm going to mm-hmm. look up some recipes right things along those lines that are simple they're mm-hmm. not they don't require a master's degree in anything <laughs> yes right? that yes. you can actually do to help yourself yes can, shifting those those situations around you can shift a lot of other situations like that ripple effect, right? You drop a rock in a still water, it creates ripples. Um, And those ripples can really shift things up. Like, you know, when you're feeling you're all in your head and the world feels really awful it's so easy to let things pile up and be awful. Like the yes. laundry doesn't get done, the kitchen's not clean. And when you're living in all that clutter and mm. the mess, It just is sort of an extension of the mess that might be happening in your mind. Yes. Right? So maybe you go for that walk, you suddenly realize that there are beautiful homes in your neighborhood, or there's a new neighbor you haven't met who seems really nice, or I didn't even know that that little cute dog lived around here, or the things that you just kind of notice when you choose to pay attention. Then you walk in the door and you think, I feel a little energized. Gosh, you know, the kitchen's a mess. Maybe I'll wash up the dishes or mm-hmm. I'll load up the dishwasher and I'll run it. And yeah. now there's a spillover. Now that's that little bit neater in your house and that clutter around you is now not is not around you as much, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you know, you'd know, have that extra drink of water and over time you start to feel a little different or you choose to go to bed a little bit earlier and get a little more sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, over time, it's cumulative. These things yes. start adding up to make those positive changes. And uh, one thing you talked about too that I, I really resonated with as well was finding something optimistic, to stop listening to all the nastiness um, Mm -hmm. around you. Now people may very well be addicted to their screens, but I've heard a lot of people over the last few years talking about getting off social media because it Mm -hmm. was just so negative and heavy and it brought them down and they just, they didn't want to be a part of all that drama anymore. Um, So choosing hope and I can resonate with that too. I've not had the experiences you did, but I did move quite far away from home, clearly on the other side of the country to my family. (laughs) Two months after I moved, my parents split up. Mm. Uh, My sister was quite far away from me and we are very close, both in age and in personality. I adore her. Yeah. Um, And I was here by myself with no family, no support system, and some things happened. And I remember thinking, this is really hard and I don't know how to cope. Mm. And I could go some nasty different directions with this, but that's not who I want to be. So every day with choice, I chose to find one positive thing to hang on to. Yeah. Now, some days it was I got up on time with my alarm clock and the rest of the day just went to the birds. It was so not right. It didn't (laughs) go well. It was really bad. It was very hard, but I got up on time and that was a good thing. I kept Um. my appointments or you know i i remember thinking like the sun is shining today like you said the sun is shining i'm going to go outside and i'm going to stand in the sun for a few minutes just to get away from all of this and that's my hopeful thing which yeah. then let it lend itself to the gratitudes that i do now feeling grateful so feeling grateful for the sun shining mm-hmm. or the beautiful nature around your house or the fact that you can take 5 minutes and go for a stroll or that you washed your dishes today you got that done mm-hmm. like you got clean plates or you got your groceries or you didn't do takeout you actually chose to make a meal for yourself and had some fun with it or with yeah. your family or your children if you've got them so many things there for people to really grab onto this is not earth shattering you know things but over the course of time they are actually earth shattering. Yes. Right. They changed the world for you taking supplements, having more sleep, recognizing that um, that there was possibility out there that you'd never even considered before. Mm -hmm. But it's one of those things that once you know it, you can't unknow it. So now you're like, (laughs) maybe that's possible. Mm -hmm. What would I have to do? to make that probable. Mm -hmm. Right. So all of a sudden it starts that shift in your head where you start thinking about things that little bit differently. You can't unsee it. You can't unknow it now. Mm -hmm. Right. And so now you're like, okay, I can either choose to stay in this place. Maybe it's a physical place. Maybe it's a place in your head. That's awful but what if I chose something different? Yeah. Hmm. Where would that lead me? And I love that you said that. And so this journey then led you to, to create some new things, to create new habits, to shift things up. And then let's talk a little bit about where it got you. Like, where are you now? Well, now I have
1: my apparel line. I have an online store. Um, I have an affirmations journal. I have one-on-one coaching clients. I do workshops online and in person, and you know, being requested to be on podcasts. <laughs> I example, certainly here. requested you. Yeah. <laughs> um, having my own podcast. I mean, it's it's so many different things that I'm just so thankful. I have I get messages every day from different women telling me that you know, I helped to save their lives through what I shared, or they felt like they're not alone anymore, or they feel like they're finally understood. And for me, that fills my cup more than anything, because I know what it is to live in suffering. My mission has to been to help people to not live in suffering anymore. Wow. I don't want anybody to feel pain because I know what it is to feel pain. Mm-hmm. I know what it is to feel alone and unworthy. So because I know how that feels, I don't want anyone to feel that. If if I can do something about it, I'm going to do something about it.
0: That is so powerful. So again, circling back, starting small, making small, very reasonable, very doable changes, and then adding to them as you go, mm-hmm. right? It's not about, um, well, I feel this way today, tomorrow, I'm just not going to. Yeah. We know that that doesn't work because all that mm-hmm. stuff creeps back in and we feel it again. Mm-hmm. So making those small things that are well within your control. I yes. control how much water I drink. Mm-hmm. I control Unfortunately, in my house, predominantly how when the dishes are done, <laughs> it's a work in progress with my yes. voice. <laughs> yes, right? I hear that. I control uh, you know, the clutter in my space around me. I that is well within my control. Whether I go for a walk or I don't go for a walk is in my control. Mm-hmm. What am I listening to and watching? That's in my control. Yeah, I control that. Yeah. And so suddenly looking at things and thinking like, what am I in control of? Mm-hmm. And then how can I exert some of that control leads to more positive feelings around, mm-hmm. well, I did that. Maybe I can do the next thing. Yes. And now that I've done those things, maybe I can do something bigger. What am I filling my head with? What am I listening to? You suggested podcasts or inspirational videos on YouTube. They're absolutely out there as well Mm -hmm. as all the other yuck that's out there too. Mm -hmm. So choosing differently what you want to fill yourself with. Who do you want to be surrounded by, Mm -hmm. right? And how can you seek out those people? Um, Again, are you going to move from the pit of yuck to hanging out with millionaires? maybe, but not likely. You're going to have to, you're going to have to do some steps in between to get you there, but it's possible mm-hmm. to do. Yes. That when you take those, the time to focus in on who do I want to be? Do I want to continue to be this person? Mm-hmm. What is within my control to change today? What do I need help with? Uh, And I love that, that that's a position you've taken now. People need help. You want to be there to help them, right? Obviously, there were people in your life who were there to help you when you needed them for particular things that you needed help with. And that's amazing, right? Those things that are within our control that we can then look forward to, um, because that does promote that sense of I'm not worthless. Mm -hmm. I have something to offer the world, my children, myself, I can do new things. Mm -hmm. I can learn and grow. I can make different choices. And when I make them, I feel good about myself for doing that. So I can make bigger choices and you know, I can stretch out the circle of what's in my control over time. Love that. And I'm paraphrasing all the amazing things you said, (laughs) uh, because this all came from you and how that builds that sense of worth,
1: that Mm -hmm. sense
0: of, um, the ability to do things differently. I now have the ability where before I thought this was all just happening and I have no ability to control any of it. Now, Obviously, there are things in life, you know, we don't necessarily have control over. Someone drives through an intersection and hits your car. You don't necessarily have control over that situation. Um, We cannot control other people Mm -hmm. um, or what they're going to say or do. So those are things that we cannot control. But we can look at where we fit into that situation. Mm -hmm. Um, I know as a parent, there's lots of times where my kids push my buttons (laughs) and I have to stop and think who do I want to be in this moment? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What do I want them to remember? Do I want them to be afraid that they're always afraid that they're going to get in trouble for things? Or do I want them to feel like they can tell me anything no matter what? Yeah. Even if sometimes they get in trouble for it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But still to feel like I can tell mom, it's not going to be, the world isn't going to come to an end It might not be the best experience. We're going to have to sort of grapple with this, but we can do it together. Um, Something that my son said to me one time that stuck with me. It's a profound words of wisdom. You know what they say out of the mouths of babes? You know, mom, when we put our heads together, there's nothing we can't accomplish. Wow. And that was very powerful because it came out a very difficult decision that I had to make. Mm -hmm. And I remember him saying that and he was so little and I thought, gosh, that's powerful. So I turn those tables on him all the time now. He's like, (laughs) I don't know about this. And I'm like, well, you know, together there's, but it's a a thing that we say in our house that lends itself now to feeling like we can figure it out. Yes, Mm -hmm. this is yuck. And what we're dealing with is yuck. Well, we can figure this out. We'll figure out a way that allows us to move forward and be the people we want to be, seek the solutions we, we want to seek, create positivity, all those amazing things. And that's directly in line with what you were talking about, about, you know, how all of a sudden someone breathed hope into your life mm-hmm. and you held on to that hope and you went looking for ways and means to be hopeful to be successful, to step out of what was already going on, to find different solutions so that you didn't have to stay stuck. You use that word stuck in this place. Mm -hmm. And now look at you. You're not there anymore. You're leading a very successful, fulfilled life. You talked about your children and how you're pouring all this into them, too, and really stepping outside of all the yuck that you could have stayed stuck in. Yeah. For sure. Sure. I love that. So I am sure that there are, you talked about it, but I'm going to get you to talk about it again, your journal and your podcast. And there are people who are listening to this who are going to want to fill themselves with you, with your positive words. So how can they find you? So let's start with your journal. Tell us a little bit about the journal, what it's all about and where people can find it.
1: Yeah. So it's a prompted affirmations journal. I am and it's has over 60 different promptings and so the purpose of the journal is you don't have to write in it from front to back a lot of times when women hear about journaling they feel stuck because they don't even know what to write they don't know where to start so i'm a big believer in emptying out what's in your mind through journaling but also then replacing it with goodness mm-hmm. so that's the point and the purpose of the affirmations journal is to give you these promptings and ideas of what you can think about so for example if you're feeling like you're not good enough in the prompted journal there's a page that says i am worthy mm-hmm. so then it makes you to start thinking like okay this says i am worthy how can i believe this mm-hmm. and just start thinking about what are some accomplishments i've had Is there things that people have told me that are positive that maybe I dismissed in the past, but maybe there's something there, Mm -hmm. Um, whether it's financial worry, like I attract money in expected and unexpected ways, Mm -hmm. right? And so just helping you to, it's a guide to help you to think of what you want to pour out and what you want to pour back in. And so it's available on Amazon. Um, it's, I am affirmations journal.
0: Beautiful. I love that. So tell us now about your podcast. You talked about, we need to fill our minds and our ears with positivity and your podcast is called her inspired mind. So I can only imagine that it is filled with positivity. There's not a negative thought in there. So tell us a little about that and where, where people can find it.
1: Yeah. So her inspired mind podcast is kind of like mini coaching sessions from me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I share a little bit of my my story. I share different topics. There's over 61 different episodes. I also do interviews with women who share their stories Mm -hmm. of struggle and they share how they got through it and what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so there there's a a good balance of both. So you get inspiration, you get a motivation, you get teaching, but then you also get to hear from other women as well.
0: Love that. And again, if people in the audience are finding themselves stuck in a life that they, they do not love that they wish was different on the daily, then this is a great podcast to start with. Um, And I recommend if you are like me and you are a multitasker, if you're going to go for that walk in the neighborhood, yeah, (laughs) plug in your headphones and listen to the Mm -hmm. podcast as you're walking. Right. So now you're getting it two ways. Your body is moving and it shifts. It does make a shift. Mm-hmm. In, in how you see the world, you're getting some fresh air, you're getting out in nature, you're being present, you can put your phone in your pocket and listen to some words. So fill your mind with positivity. I love that. So do check out that podcast for sure. And then if somebody wanted to find you in particular to connect with you, what's the best way for them to find you? So I am on Instagram at
1: inspirehermindset. And I'm on Facebook, Rebecca Fillmore, R-E-B-E-K-A-F-I-L-L-M-R-E. I just shared that because sometimes people put CC. Yep. <laughs> and I'm also on LinkedIn, Rebecca Fillmore as well. Fabulous. And you can also email me at inspireherwithin at gmail.com.
0: Fantastic. All of those links will be in the show notes. So if you happen to be driving, do not stop to try to write anything down. That's bad. No distracted driving. Um, It'll be in the show notes. So if you just scroll down below the episodes, you'll see all of that there. You simply click on those things and you can get in touch with Rebecca or buy her book or tune into her podcast. Uh, Rebecca, I am, I am walking away today. So inspired by your story. Uh, I, it makes me stop and think as well about what I'm doing in my own life now. Like, what can I do today? That's a little bit different and a little bit better so that I can keep improving myself so that I have more to give to my family, to the universe, all that other wonderful stuff. Thank you so much for sharing your journey, for sharing the difficult parts of things that you've had to deal with. um, And then for sharing the change. Where it happened for you, how it happened for you, and that this has now led you to this amazing place you're in today. So extraordinary to hear from you. I feel so grateful today. And I do my gratitudes every night. Tonight, I will be sharing one about you and how amazing it has been to have this time with you and to just be in your space. Thank you so much for everything. I truly appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you as well. Does the thought of follow-up give you a foul taste? Do you find yourself wondering how you can ever stand out from the crowd, but need it to be easy and convenient? With a system like Send Out Cards, you can stay in touch and top of mind with only a few keystrokes. People's inboxes might be full, but their mailboxes are empty. Reach people literally where they live, work, or play, and watch the warm fuzzies go to work for you. See the show notes for a link where you can send your first card on me. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please submit a rating and review and share it with a friend. Together, we can inspire more people to start living their legacy too. And let's keep the conversation going. We would love to hear all about your journey in living your legacy and support you along the way. Join our Facebook community, Living Your Legacy Podcast, where we connect, collaborate, and celebrate each other. Can't wait to see you there.